For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I have another great guest for you all. Today on the podcast, I have Kate Smith. And I'm going to hand over to Kate just so she can introduce herself, tell us whereabouts she lives in the world and what she does for a living. And then I'm going to tell you how we came to meet. Hi, Jude. Thank you for having me today. Yes. Hi, listeners. I'm Kate and I'm based in Wakefield in West Yorkshire. Um, I'm a financial advisor and we connected as a result of me listening to your Spotify podcasts. Thank you, Yeah. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. So, Kate came to me, I think, a few weeks ago, and she'd booked in a call with me because she didn't know whether she wanted to do Month to Manifest or um, or whether she wanted to work with me one-to-one. And as we got talking, we realised she definitely didn't need one-to-one. She's pretty um she she seems to have kind of things like grounded and in control and and very few limiting beliefs from what we talked about so she just wanted to um focus on month to manifest but while we're on the call she was telling me about her manifestation stories and then uh, oh how am I going to do this I guess I've got so much to say and I want to I almost don't want to like trample on your story so I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to hand over to Kate because she has one of the best manifestation stories and then what we'll do is from there I'm going to ask you how you got into manifestation but first of all tell me the exact manifestations or, or tell the listeners the exact manifestation story you told me when you were on the phone. Okay, so it all started uh, back end of last year, this particular story, when I was reading uh, E Squared by Pam Grout, and it was the shortened version of the book. 
so this book is a really teeny tiny book and in that book there are some exercises and it's really about manifesting for beginners and I would have classed myself as a beginner at that particular time so I thought okay let's go for it so the first exercise for example is really to prove that what you're looking for is actually out there. So in this particular example, she tells you to go looking for oatmeal beige cars. Now, you never see beige cars anywhere, but the next day, off I went, took the little dog for a walk, and beige cars were everywhere. So once I'd done that exercise, I went on to the next exercise, and this particular exercise is talking about manifesting a particular thing that you really, really want, and you have to manifest it in 48 hours. So at this particular time, I'm reading this book, sat in bed just before I'm about to go to sleep. My husband's next to me. He's got no care in the world of what I'm reading. Anyway, I'm sat there thinking, what is the one thing that I really, really want? And there is one particular thing that I have wanted for years, but I have never been able to justify buying this for myself. And that particular thing is a Mont Blanc pen. Now, for those of you who don't know, a Mont Blanc pen is just a pen but it's a really, really expensive pen. Uh, these pens start at around about £400 and go upwards uh, from there in price. It's insane. And as a result, I've never really been able to justify buying one for myself, yet I have always, always wanted one. Um, so anyway, I put the book down, switched the light out, and I went to sleep, and I'm laid there thinking, right, 48 hours, I'm gonna manifest a Mont Blanc pen. But in my head, there was also this little voice going, don't be so stupid. Um, maybe you're better off just trying to manifest like a box of chocolates or something. But no, I thought, right, Mont Blanc pen is the one thing I have always, always wanted. So off I goes to sleep and the very next day I got up and I literally had forgotten all about it. Um, so I carried on about my business, uh, working from home as I do, and at tea time, as usual, my husband called, usually to say I'm on my way home from work, at which point I start making the tea. Um, on this particular occasion, he said, um, I'm going to be home a bit late tonight, which was quite unusual, so I said, right, that's fine, I'm going to make um, the evening meal anyway, and if you're not back in time, I'll put yours in the oven for you. So he came home quite a bit later than I was expecting but anyway I'm in the office and um, so I just said to him your tea's in the oven I've already eaten so he sat in the kitchen he ate his tea I was in my office anyway I went upstairs I don't remember what for but I went upstairs anyway I came back downstairs to my office and in my office sitting on my desk is a gift bag now just to put this into context it's November it's not Christmas, it's not my birthday, it's not a wedding anniversary. So why is this gift bag sat on my desk? Even more unusual is that this gift bag is from a jeweler's shop. Now, my husband never buys me jewellery. So this is all just a little bit weird. Anyway, um, I opened up the gift bag and in this gift bag is this beautiful uh, gift box uh, with a tag on it. And I opened the gift box and it's wrapped in tissue. I'll move the tissue aside. And there it was, this box. And it said on it, Mont Blanc. I absolutely could not believe what I had in my hands. I was absolutely gobsmacked. 
So I opened the box and there it was, the Mont Blanc pen. In less than 24 hours since I was thinking about it. So oh the tag God. did actually <laughs> say, um, took it, um, happy anniversary, 10 years since our first date, love from Dave. So I was like, wow. I mean, I couldn't believe that A, he'd remembered <laughs> uh, 10 years since our first date and that he bought me this gift. So anyway, he's in the kitchen. So I went in and I said to him, firstly, thank you for this incredible gift. And secondly, it's not actually 10 years to our first date until next week. Um, he said, yep, yeah, I know that. It's the 1st of December. But today I had this urge to buy you a gift and there is absolutely no way I could wait until next week to give you it because I know how much you've wanted one of these. And I was just absolutely blown away by it all. So I just said to him, I said, look, you are not going to believe what I'm about to tell you now. I said, that little book that I was reading in bed last night, it was an exercise to manifest something specific in 48 hours. I said, and I manifested a Mont Blanc pen. And here I am. It's in my hands less than 24 hours later. And we both just kind of like looked at each other in utter disbelief. And even to this day, I still can't believe as I tell this tale that that actually happened. Um, and likewise, neither can he really. But yeah, <laughs> it's it was mad, isn't it? And do you know what? So, so this was the bit that I was going to literally run with as I started introducing you. So, so you always say you told me that that story, and I was driving at work the next day, and and I had this massive download from the universe of of an idea, and this was how I then decided to do um the the month to manifest community so we can have um a community of support and share like all of these wonderful stories because a story like that and this is again why I wanted to get you on the podcast because a story like that will if you're sitting on the fence and you're like oh god like but just does it work like or if I, am I literally just kind of making this up in my head or trying to make myself feel better those examples of stories like that you know that's it's too much for it to be coincidence isn't it like that's far too much for it to be coincidence for you to read that book and within 24 hours and it not even be your anniversary like it was the week before that Mm -hmm. could have been yeah you know I mean even if it had been the week after you would still be kind of like well okay divine time and maybe but that was like (laughs) so precise so I just, I love this story. And then consequently, because of that, we are now um, sharing stories in, in the Monster Manifest group and, and having these lovely um, um, guided meditation sessions once a month now. Mm-hmm. But I did want to get Kate on just to share that that story with you all. So moving aside, I'm going to ask you questions that I don't know the answer to. So tell me, what prompted you to to start doing manifestation like I think one of the things that you said to me is that you have a good mindset if you want something you kind of work towards it your in terms of your outcomes versus where your mindset is uh, you know I I know you definitely said this on the call that was you know like I've kind of I've made I've made a success of myself so obviously you've had the right mindset and you've went in the right direction but where did law of attraction come into it? Um, I read many, many years ago, um, The Secret, which I think a lot of people have read. Yeah, it's a starting point, isn't it? 
Absolutely. And then the law of attraction. And I've kind of always been interested, but never really focused on it as such, or even really been a massive believer in it. Um, and then I was introduced to the book, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, mm-hmm. um, along with another podcast, um, which was the Law of Attraction podcast. Yeah. Um, and that was introduced to me um, by a friend who, again, this particular friend, she came into my life from not knowing her. She yeah. actually um, moved into the neighborhood where I lived and we got chatting and then we went out for coffee one day and we just kind of discovered this um, common ground, but she was a lot more into it than me. Yeah. So she said, look, you really need to listen to the Law of Attraction podcast and you really need to do the magic. So I was like, right, yeah, great. So that's how it started. And then I did the E Squared book. And yeah. then since then, it was... I then became a believer that there is no such thing as coincidences. So for me, that's really how it started. Amazing, amazing. And tell me about the things now looking back then, if you don't believe things are a coincidence, what do you realise now that you've manifested in your life? Well, where to start? Um, Well, I guess my biggest and most successful manifestation is the fact that I now run my own business. Um, Something that, again, was probably just a a dream, if if any, if even really a dream, because I've been a financial advisor for 20 years now, and I've always been employed throughout that time. Um, And then a couple of years ago, I was given this golden opportunity to be able to work for myself and run my own business. And it was a really, really daunting time. Um, But that's all become a reality now. And it's way more successful and and bigger and better than I ever imagined. Um, And it's it's just phenomenal. Um, Another example, and now you come to mention it, I could probably think of quite a few, but (laughs) another one I was thinking of was because I run my own business and I do work from home and I am very, very busy. Um, one thing I was particularly thinking was I would really like, and it probably sounds a little bit drastic, but just some help around the house. You know, I have a cleaner and um, I have someone that comes and washes the car um, and things like that. So I thought what would be really, really useful is if I just had somebody that would do things like the supermarket shopping and putting a meal on the table for me every tea time. Um, because a lot of the days I'm out and about, I'm busy. Um, I don't always have time or I'm not always around at tea time to cook a meal or whatever. So I thought it would be really great if I just had a helping hand like, I don't know, an elderly neighbour and just wanted some pocket money and would do something like that for me. And I thought, well, where on earth do you find said person? Um, Anyway, a a long story cut short, what I didn't realise is I have actually manifested that to come true. Um, And as a result of my success and running my own business, what it has meant is that my husband has actually been able to leave work and he is now a full-time house husband. Um, And since that time, I've not cooked a meal and I've not done the supermarket shopping. So I've kind of manifested my own personal chef um so yeah that's that's amazing amazing and the other reason why I got you on the podcast is because you kindly sent me in a a question to the podcast 
and I was going to put it on this episode and then I thought hell let's get you on the bloody episode and do it live so can you just ask your question and then I'll go through what I was going to um, talk about yeah I was um it was when you'd asked um your listeners to post questions to you and I thought the one thing that I sort of struggle with is talking to um sort of non-believers you know people that are quite critical about manifestation and the law of attraction so it's really how you would suggest approaching that but also as well how to introduce the conversation if you don't know that somebody is um a a believer or, or does the law of attraction and manifesting so it's yeah how to bring it up in the conversation and also how to deal with somebody that might say yeah that's just coincidence or it's all a load of rubbish so that was my question to you do you know what i think this is the same with with anything that you have a belief in, there are people out there who, who don't believe. And, you know, it, it, it's similar to religion or, um, I don't know, what you want to feed your dog. Like, whatever it is, other people will have an opinion on it. And I guess it just depends what type of person you are. So I am somebody who doesn't like confrontation. I don't really enjoy, I'm not a huge one of of debates where if somebody was kind of like you know trying to stamp their opinion and trying to get my opinion I would I would probably avoid that conversation because that feels negative to me um so, so I guess when I'm introducing it to clients and obviously with clients I don't it's not something I specifically work on because I work on the, their mindset when it's a one-to-one basis but I always say to them, if you are interested and you have any questions, you can definitely ask me about it. Obviously, if you're not, it's fine because it's not going to come into, into the sessions. Um, most people are curious, is what I would say. But if I give you examples of... I think I remember introducing it to my sister, right? So the first time I ever introduced it to my sister, because she was, she was kind of complaining about something at work... And I was like, and this was years ago, and I'd said to her, you need to read The Secret. And and she got and she, she got The Secret, and then again, months later, she was complaining about something, and I was like, have you read The Secret? And she got really annoyed at us, and was like, no, I can't focus on something like that, because if I go to that mindset of believing that something good's happened, something good's gonna happen, and then it doesn't, I'll be more disappointed. And I remember thinking, oh, actually, she stumped us a little bit there. <laughs> I don't really know what to say in response to that. But that was before I kind of became a full-time coach. Now, my response system to that would be, yeah, but what happens if you just sat in that mindset of, you know, hoping that something good happens? That mindset is way better than just presuming that something bad's going to happen. Like, you wouldn't, if you were in that space of excitement and, and, and that mindset that it takes to manifest, which is glass half full then the likelihood is is that you probably do believe in in law of attraction um because your mindset is thinking do you know what if I go after that I could probably get it um and it's a completely different mindset as somebody who might not believe in law of attraction because law of attraction you almost have to be risk adverse you have to be somebody who is going to step outside the comfort zone slightly you are going to have to be something that somebody who believes in something that they don't know fully that the the origins of it or the facts around it and therefore you tend to find the people who don't believe in it 
possibly sit in a negative bias. And I just think if, if that's where their mindset is, you probably couldn't have that conversation with them anyway because they're not open to it. So I guess if I meet somebody new, I would not be adverse to kind of saying like, you know, something I might be talking about work and I'd be like, oh God, yeah, I'm just going to manifest that. Like I'll drop the little word in and if they kind of then ask more about it, then I would talk to them about it. But it's not something I would ever openly push on somebody, especially if they weren't in it. I am just completely not going to entertain a conversation where I'm having to try and convince somebody because if I'm trying to convince somebody then what's the point then they're not open to it so therefore they're probably not going to be able to practice it so it's a waste of my time so I don't know whether that answers your question but tell me an example of when you've tried to convince somebody or talk to somebody about it and you've almost been given a brick wall um, firstly, yeah, that does really answer the question because I suppose it is quite a, a it's a personal thing, isn't it? It's a personal yeah. belief um, and therefore it is quite um, a sensitive subject to talk about, um, a bit like religion or money or anything really. Um, I was, somebody in the gym overheard me having a conversation to somebody who was, um, a, you know, an outright manifester and believer. Yeah. Um, and then this other person was kind of, um, shall we say, taking the mickey. Okay. Um, and that was a bit, uh, that's why I thought, oh, actually, yeah, you've overheard me talking uh, about it. Now right, you're taking okay. the mickey out of me. Um, and I just found that a little bit offensive. So sometimes now I'm a bit reluctant to share my views with somebody unless, like you say, sort of sometimes just dropping it into the conversation. If they pick up on it and they're intrigued, then yeah, I'll talk about it. But if it just stops dead, then it's like, yeah, we, we don't go there. And you can sometimes gauge, can't you, whether somebody's got a, a negative vibe about them or if somebody's open to discussing uh, subjects such as this yeah and do you know what I'm I guess I'm lucky in that sense that I've never come across anybody who's either taken the mick out of us or or been mean about it but I guess that's the same with anything in terms of do you know what like how would you normally respond if somebody was being mean or somebody was kind of trying to put you down I would kind of brush it off a little bit. I would figure out the best response. And I'm not great sometimes in those moments. If somebody is, you know, I def I have a, a neighbour. I'm going to say which one in case anyone listens. But I have a neighbour who's, their attitude is awful. And sometimes they say things to me and my response system shuts down. And I, and I make excuses and I go away. And afterwards, I always think of a better response. And I think, damn it, I should have said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's almost after the event. And I guess, do you know what? That All you're trying to do here is protect your energy because that made you feel bad. Them almost hmm. disbelieving it would have made you feel bad. And if that had been me and I wasn't in a great headspace, maybe I would ruminate on it. But what I would say is to anyone out there, if there's somebody out there trying to make you feel bad, whether it's about law of attraction or, or a, a colleague at work who's just saying something derogatory, people can be mean, but whether you allow that to infiltrate your mood is on you. You know, like that person at the gym who's like actively listening to your conversation and then saying something mean, like 
in mm. my opinion, they're absolutely in the wrong there because either weren't invited into the conversation and now they're saying something mean. Um, but if you allow that to dampen your mood, that's on you and that's probably something that then you can reflect on and go, do you know what? I probably need to work on that because I shouldn't allow the opinion of somebody else to make me feel bad. And that's the yeah, same with anything, yeah. isn't it? You know, like I, I've i done so much work on my self-worth and my confidence that I know that everything I do comes from a good place. So if you are, I guess, the, 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 the reason why I probably ruminate more on my neighbour than, than I do anyone else is because I know they don't know me. Like they don't know actually that I'm a really nice person. <laughs> They, they, yeah. whatever they have done, they have perceived something. Or oh, I think they're horrible to most people. To be fair, so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, whatever. Um, and and I can hear them sometimes arguing when you walk past the house and stuff. And I think, do you know what it is? These are mean to each other as well. Like this isn't just about me. So I've done the work to reflect on that. And again, coming back to that, if we remove the 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 thing that you actually asked about versus how it made you feel, reflecting on that and doing that work on, do you know what? If somebody's got something to say to you, that's on them. But again, reflect on, have I just allowed that to make me feel bad? And that could be anything. That could be, do you know what? Uh, a client decides to stop working with you or, um, I don't know, somebody doesn't respond to an email. Whatever it is that you're allowing yourself to be triggered by, um, you know, I've just had this conversation with a with a client of mine who's got a product based uh, business, and you know, you get people when it's you know low priced items will complain about anything, like literally anything. So you have to be really stealth in how you feel and what you put out to not be affected by the fact that somebody's claiming complaining about something that's your baby, you know, your business is your baby. Yeah. Um I know yeah. I've went on off on a complete tangent, but effectively it's the it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like it's totally up to them if they want to believe it or not. And like you know, unless you've decided to do, to do the work of, of law of attraction and become a preacher, then it doesn't make any difference. If it's working for you, it's working for you. And if somebody wants to, to join in the conversation and ask you, I think when it would be difficult, Kate, would be if it was like your husband's really open to it, I'm guessing now that he's heard the story yeah, but also because so. Yeah, yeah. So so he's kind of probably interested in reading the same things and stuff. But if you had a partner who took the Mickey out of you and wasn't invested in it, I would I would almost be questioning, is this the only time they do things or can they do this about other things? You know, because I can, you know, there might be stuff that my husband likes that I don't like, but I'm not going to take the mick out of him for liking it. And so therefore what, you know, question the relationship, I would say in terms of if somebody's putting you down because you believe in something that they don't believe in, I would start to look at other areas where this happens and start to think about what can you do to explain that actually, you know, it's fine if you don't believe, 
but you need to not have an opinion on it because, uh, sorry, an opinion on what I believe because I'm invested in this and I'm going to learn more. But if you don't believe it, that's fine. I'm not going to talk to you about it. But you're making us, you know, and, and explain, you know, and, and be honest if you, if it's making you feel bad. But I'm, I am like you. I'm very, very lucky that when I first met my my husband, um, he had a copy of The Secret in the glove compartment of his van. <laughs> because because the cleaner at work had said oh you should read this and and I remember you know one of the things that I asked for on my list of things that I wanted from a partner was for them to have the same beliefs as me and if they didn't what I wanted is that at least they respected my beliefs because I've definitely been in a relationship where they didn't get it and they didn't believe in it but to be fair there was many other things that was wrong in that relationship. It wasn't just to do with the fact that they didn't get the fact that I believed in love attraction. So yeah, it's a tough one, mm-hmm. isn't it? And I think when we've got different views and opinions to people, like I don't think my mum would have got it. I definitely don't talk to my dad about it. Um, I just, I wouldn't, if if they're not invested in it and their mindset isn't, isn't in that space, I'm not going to waste my energy talking to them about it. And if somebody was, yeah, if somebody, the the, yeah, yeah, and if somebody was at the gym to say, if they were to kind of turn around and go, oh, it's a load of rubbish, like it's just coincidence, I'd go, well, well, you know, that's okay, I believe in it, but if you don't, it's fine. Like, I mean, I'm not sure I would say those exact words, but I'd like to think I had a decent enough response where I'd go, oh well, yeah. <laughs> everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they? Uh, because you're yeah, going to go off and yeah. go home. And you're going to continue and they're going to go off, continue not to believe. But I bet they do a little bit of research. I bet secretly when they say you, <laughs> when they say you drive out of that gym in your Range Rover, like I'm guessing they're going to do a little bit of work to go, maybe there's something in it here. She looks successful. She's driving around in a Range Rover and her husband doesn't have to work. Like maybe I should look. So yeah, but it is, I think in a nutshell, and it, had you not been live on the podcast, the thing that I was thinking about talking about was, in every scenario, it's about protecting your energy. That should be everyone's priority. Whether you believe in law of attraction or not, like it should be about protecting your own mindset. Um, because if there's something that pulls you to a negative mind, negative place, that's on you if you allow it to. So you've got to work hard to reflect on, going, why did that trigger me? Why did that make me feel bad? And that is about just looking at your mindset and making sure that you are protecting it in every shape and possible. Like, I always remember, I know this is completely off a tangent, but remember going into a supermarket and it was a sunny day. And this is northerners for you, so I don't know whether it's the same down in Wakefield. But I remember walking in and going, oh my God, isn't the weather amazing? And the woman behind the till going, Ah, it'll not last. It'll probably finish by. It'll be raining next week or something like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my god, like years ago, I would have been sucked into that kind of attitude. I would have been like, yeah, you're right, yeah. And do you know what? Because I'm not sucked into that attitude anymore. The glass half empty. I was like, oh my god. Well, it could be, but let's bloody enjoy it today because it's lush outside. And I thought, yeah, you know absolutely. what? I just had the best response, and like. There was a woman yesterday as I walked across the traffic, um, across the road. The traffic lights were on, and I don't even think it was taking that long for the the the, the little man to go green. But she started tutting, and I'm thinking, 
is that your day that you're going to get annoyed with the traffic lights not going on green because God love you, like you're going to get so pissed off with the rest of the things that are coming your way today. Like for me, just being around those people does nothing for me. Like it literally sucks the life out of us. So I just, I choose who I want to be around. I choose who I want to talk to. And I protect my energy when it comes to it. So yeah, so so not not engaging in conversation. I would never, like if somebody doesn't believe in it, I'm not going to try and make you believe. Like if you want to ask us questions no. about it and what I've manifested mm. and why I believe in it and what I've read, absolutely, I'll give you that information. But if you want to try and just really, you know, go against the grain with it, you know, even like religion, I, I'm a Catholic and I I used to go to church and I don't necessarily go to church now, mainly because of timing, because I work on a Sunday. But if somebody was to kind of almost go, but you know it's not real, don't you? I would be uncomfortable with that conversation as well. Like, I'd probably avoid it. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm just an avoidance of anything that's negative. I really am. Um, does that answer everything that you asked? It does. It Amazing. does. I will bear all of that in mind. Thank you so much. <laughs> You are more than welcome. You're more than welcome. So tell me then, what what have you started doing um, since you, I guess from a mindset point of view, so my last question to you, and I don't know if you're going to know the answer to it, um, because you might not be conscious of it. But before you started learning about law of attraction to now, and knowing what you know about law of attraction, what do you do differently? And I don't mean from like a manifestation, um, you know, a, a ritual point of view, but from a mindset point of view. So I talk there about protecting my energy and I really make sure that I don't. And that's mainly because I know the other side of my mindset goes depression, anxiety, and I stay clear of that. That's not a position I want to get back into. But what do you do from a point of view of how have you changed from knowing law of attraction to what was different before that? Um, for me, I think, well, if I, if I go back many, many years, I always, always used to be quite a pessimistic person. Really? Uh, for example, I've taken many, many exams in my lifetime to get where I am. So I always used to think, oh, well, if I fail, um, anything better than that is a bonus. Um, and that used to be my outlook many years ago. Um, and then over the years, I've tried and tried to become a much more positive person. And a lot of my friends have always said, oh, you always find the positive in everything. Oh. Um, and I really do try and, and look yeah. to the positive in everything. Um, I do try to surround myself with positive, upbeat people rather than yeah. mood hoovers that talk up the Ooh, green man, that word. so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I do try to uh, always maintain a positive outlook. And if there is some negative situation, um, try and find the, the positive in that particular situation, um, whatever it's relating to. Because if you're talking about the negative, obviously you, you're putting out a negative vibe there. Um, so it's easier to just not talk about it and, and put the positive slant onto whatever situation may well be occurring. Um, you know, I, I read now a lot of books. Mm -hmm. um, once I've read it, I pass it on to the husband. So it's done nice. the secret, it's done he squared. Little does <laughs> he know is reading Positively Wealthy by Emma Mumford in about 25 days time. Um, so yeah, I do a lot of reading um, nice. and listening to a lot of podcasts um, such as yourself since discovering you. Um, only uh, a couple of months back, I've listened to your entire back catalogue of podcasts now. Um, so all of that, it's just, I, I just try and surround myself with positivity 
all the time and, and always look for the good rather than the bad in, in any given situation, really. I mean, that's a perfect point to end on, isn't it? So just want to say before I end the episode, if anyone, and I, I challenge you all, has a better manifestation story than Kate, then I would love to have you on the podcast. So please do DM me with any of your manifestation stories, especially if you want to come on the podcast and share it with um, all the listeners. Thank you so much, Kate, for being a willing participant to come on the podcast and to share your story. It's been an absolute pleasure. And might I just add that you have just made another manifestation come true for me because since we did speak um, a few weeks back, it, you kind of joked and you said, oh, maybe I'll have you on my podcast one day. Um, And we both kind of laughed it off. And literally, since I ended that call with you back then, I said to my husband, I'm going to be on her podcast. Uh, And in my mind, I thought, why on earth would she want me on her podcast? But here I am. So thank you to you. Oh my goodness, I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? I, I wouldn't have been joking if I say that to people. I mean it. Like your manifestation story blew me away. And I was like, oh my God, I'll have to get you on the podcast at some point. I genuinely meant that. Um, And it's just so nice that actually what this has kind of then continued in it was something really really nice like I am so thankful that you the universe because you know people don't book in calls to, to to buy the month to manifest they just go on and they um you can access it on the on the website and they just pay for it so I don't necessarily get to connect with people and I always thought that was a bit sad and actually because of your call and now having the the the, the Facebook group that we've got I actually get to do that. So you've made um, one of my manifestations comes true, which is to connect with people and to hear people's manifestation stories. So thank you very, very much, Kate. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are so welcome. Thank you. And that is it now for two weeks. I am taking two weeks off the podcast to rest this little croaky voice um, and to come back all refreshed. If you have, and I thank every single one of you who has, sent me a podcast question, it will definitely still get answered. Um, So I am making a note of all of them and I'm backing them up so I get to answer them on the next episodes of the podcast. So yes, thanks again for connecting with me, all of you, um, and sending in your questions. And just as a little reminder, if you do have an amazing manifestation story that you want to share, please do DM me. Have a great few weeks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.